Welcome to this episode of the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Bobby Maximus, that's me, and Joe Sabula, my good friend, partner, that's him. Now, I've t- talked in the past a lot about green light thoughts and this green dot therapy that I do. Mm-hmm. And it comes up again and again and again. We talked about this in previous podcasts, but Joe, I really want to talk about it again because I think it is a super insightful, frankly, easy, non-intrusive thing that you can do to better your mental health. Well, and and I'll say too, there's there's people who've done this and I think they haven't quite done it right. So it's going to be nice to kind of dial it in and remind them what it's all about. It's pretty simple. Yeah. So the theory is in your head, you got two types of thoughts. You got green thoughts, you got red thoughts. Just think of the traffic light. Green light thoughts are thoughts that propel you or drive you closer to your goal. Mm-hmm. They're inherently positive. It's this positive self-talk and self-love that we're told that we have to be filled with all the time. But the truth is we're not. Because part of the human condition is that we can be negative, negative people. So we also have these red light thoughts. These are thoughts that sow the seeds of doubt. Yeah. They're negative. They put us down. They beat us up all the time. And Joe, it's funny. I heard a quote the other day and I laughed. You would never talk to somebody else the way you talk to yourself, which yeah. is funny because we are so hard on ourselves on a day-to-day basis. Like how yeah. many times have you heard your kids because you're a dad say, I suck. Kids say this a lot. And I actually, yeah. that is, my kids can say motherfucker. Mm-hmm. They can say shit. They can say, I suck is not acceptable. Right. You're not going to put yourself down but we're filled with these negative thoughts. Well, what happens is over time, the balance can get out of whack. When I say out of whack, it shifts to the negative from the positive, where when seven, eight, nine, 10 out of 10 thoughts are negative, you're going to have a really hard time doing anything. And so think about a common problem that we deal with, Joe. I want to lose 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. Then the red light thoughts start. Well, my friend Dave tried to lose 30 and he failed. Shelly at the office tried and she actually gained weight. Mary, mm-hmm. well, she lost it all, but then she gained it back. And even, even more insidiously than that, you start getting into these thought patterns of like, you don't really deserve the reward. You don't, you, you, you're, why am I putting myself in front of other people? Like it's selfish of me to do all of these oh. things. Those are all red, red light thoughts as well. Yeah. And then the excuses mm-hmm. and poor genetics. I don't have enough time. And pretty soon, before you even have tried to accomplish your goal, you've thought out 15, 20, 25 reasons why something's not going to work. Yeah. And that's your internal monologue. And we're just talking about the internal. We haven't even dealt with the <laughs> external yet of all the people that are going to tell you the exact same thing. Because your friends, the people who claim to love you, they don't want to see you happy. They don't want to sit in your spotlight of love <laughs> and joy and, and care and feeling good about yourself. Well, they're miserable. Oh, no. These motherfuckers, they want you to be miserable too, yep. whether they realize it or not. So now they're going to tell you all about Dave who couldn't lose the weight and Mary who lost the weight and gained it all back. And they're going to make sure they reinforce all that in your head. Well, you, you want to know my favorite example of this is when I was hanging out at uh, at St. Mary's it's a church here in town and they're doing uh, senior donuts after mass. And you got all these retirees that are sitting around and it is like a contest to see who is the most miserable. What? Oh, I went to the doctor yesterday. Oh, what did the doctor say? And it's like, well, I've got, I've got 
skin cancer. Well, that's nothing. You should see Mary over there. Mary's got two kinds of cancer. Oh, well, I mean, Bob over there, he fought off four cancers last year and they had to take his foot from his diabetes. And it's like, holy cow, this is the most negative, horrible, like decrepit place I've ever been. And that's just what they do on Tuesday mornings. It's a contest that nobody wants to win. Yeah. They want to win, right? Like what but, I, but in a way, they so do. They want to be. The, they want to be the most miserable, right? They want to be the one everyone feels sorry for. Exactly it. So think about what's going on in your head when you go to accomplish a goal, mm-hmm. and you've probably been subjected to this for years. And even you even if a, yeah, very, even if you're a pretty positive person who who generally believes in themselves, just being around that all the time. Being around other people's negativity will bring you down, whether you realize it or not. And what happens is negative thinking becomes the primary pathway Mm -hmm. to go to the norm instead of thinking positive. And it's really going to talk you out of a lot of your goals. Yeah, Like you're either not going to get started or you're going to go into it so half-heartedly with your excuses preloaded that you're going to fail. Now, There's a way to rewire that, to teach yourself to think positively, to teach yourself to reframe your experience. (laughs) We got to redo this as as like an infomercial. Gosh, Bobby, that sounds awful. Is there anything I can do to change this dire scenario? I got a solution for you. (laughs) It's exactly what it is, right? But you can train yourself to think positively. You can train Mm -hmm. yourself to own that conversation. Here's the kicker. It's going to take a lot of work. It's not a pill. See, you lost me. You lost me. (laughs) There's no way. Wait, you mean that I have to take and like make an effort? There's no way this is going to (laughs) work. And here's what happens, right? You're on your Instagram you're on your YouTube, you're on your Facebook, and you're reading these articles because the new thing is all about Mm self-love. I got to have self-love. I got to love myself. Okay, I'm going to love myself today. And then what? You just, it's just magically going to happen. You've been a negative jackass to yourself for 20 years and all of a sudden you're going to (laughs) flip that switch. No, it's going to take a lot of work. And the longer that you've been negative and the earlier that you started this, like as a kid, it might be with you forever. Like if you grew up with alcoholic parents, mm-hmm. you probably have some issues that are going to be with you forever. You grew yeah. up in an abusive household. You're going to have issues that will be with you forever. It's constant self-work, monitoring, keeping a lid on things. Uh, you're never fully cured ever. Right. So I learned this lesson, Joe, uh, before UFC 58, United States versus Canada. I was in a fight with Jason Lambert. I was backstage. And the negative thoughts came rushing in because, you know, my history, I was bullied when I was younger. I wasn't Mm -hmm. good on any sports. Didn't have a lot of self-confidence. Negative thoughts started. You're going to lose. There's 18,000 people watching you. This is 10 times the size of the town you grew up in. Everyone back at work is going to know you're a fraud. Mm -hmm. You're going to get laughed at. You're going to get your contract cut. How do you think I did in that fight? Terrible. I mean, you know the answer. It wasn't good. It was one of my worst fights. So I go back home. Damn, like it it wasn't a fitness issue. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was really a fighting issue. Like, I I don't know what else I can do. Maybe, maybe it's my head. Maybe like I just, maybe I need a sports psychologist. No, don't get a sports psychologist. You're crazy. (laughs) You can't go see a psychologist or a therapist. Like what's wrong with you? You're not broken. What if people find out? Mm -hmm. Like it's just, that's what goes through your head. Well, luckily enough, I was able to work with this guy named Brian Kane. 
Uh, he's, he's worked with George St. Pierre. He's worked with Rich Franklin. He's worked with all kinds of baseball players, golfers. He's one of the best sports psychologists in the world. So I get an introduction and I start working with him. My next fight, this is after a couple of months. My next fight, the fight in Ultimate Fight Night 5, June 28, 2006. This is an important day in my life, Joe. Mm-hmm. I won. And not only did I win, I won submission of the night. I got a huge check. I was on my way. Before that fight, I was in the back locker room thinking I'm the greatest I'm stronger, I'm bigger, I'm faster, I'm made to be here, this is what I'm born for, all the green light thoughts. So, of course, I go out, do my thing, I win the fight, I win submission of the night. So what do I do? You're cured. Fire Brian. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm cured, I'm better, I'm good. So I stopped doing the exercises that Brian prescribed. Mm-hmm. I was good, I was cured, I was healed. Next fight, a couple months later, back in the locker room, thinking, man, I shouldn't be here. I'm going to get beat. I'm going to, all the negative stuff came flooding back. And that was probably the best loss, best failure that ever happened to me. That's why I say I love failure mm-hmm. because it's taught me a lot. But in that moment, I realized this self-love thing, this positive self-talk, this green light thinking, this is a lifelong battle. Yeah. I can't just go through a six-week crash course and expect it to keep working. You stop practicing this stuff, just like your fitness, you're going to lose it. Mm-hmm. Like it's a constant battle. And you know, Joe, because you go through it too. You deal oh, with yeah. positive self-talk and negative self-talk. If you're not practicing the positive, you lose it. Mm-hmm. And the negative stuff, because that's our default. And because so many people around us are negative, it starts to creep in and overwhelm us. And so if you're not willing to do the work, like great. It's it's, it's one of the reasons why I hate podcasts. <laughs> like you listen to a podcast, yeah. it pumps your tires. You know everything you should do, and you just go on your own and don't do it, and then it doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to put effort into this. That's it. Self-help books are like that too, right? Like a lot of people are going to read, you know, a uh, good to great. They're going to read uh, Atomic Habits or what have you, and then they're going to be like, "Oh, I'm cured." And it's like, yeah, but there were like specific things outlined in that program that Fast. you need to be doing on a regular basis in order to maintain that. And you just you're like, yeah, I get the concept, and I move on. It's like, I get the concept of progressive overload on weightlifting. Why don't I have giant muscles? It's like, because you actually have to do the work. You actually have to go in and move the load in order for that to happen. To go lift some weights. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. The minute you say there's effort, people are out because they don't have 20 minutes a day. They don't have 30 minutes a day. And I get it, Joe. I want to be hard on people and call them lazy and call them scrubs and make fun of them. But if you got a wife and you got kids and you got commitments and you got stuff you want to do. Yeah might be overwhelming to try and put an extra half hour into every day. Mm-hmm. So here's what you're going to do. Here's what you listen to all this stuff. Today. All you're going to do to reframe your thinking is you're going to take little round green dots. You can order them on the Amazon. I don't know if the Office Depot is still a thing. I think it is. I'm not sure. That Office Office Depot, Office Max, they Office merged. Max, I don't know who won. there. Yeah. Probably get some a target, but you're just going to get those little green round stickers. What you're going to do, put one on the back of your phone, put one on your laptop, put one on the remote control for your TV, put one on your TV, put one on your steering wheel. Got a couple in the dash of my car right now. Put one on your journal because you're probably journaling, right? Because you want to have better self-love, positive self. Oh, no, no, you didn't. You can't journal either because that's hard. Put one on your fridge hand. All you're going to do, all you're going to commit to, Throughout the day, every time you see a green dot, you're just going to talk nice to yourself. 
just mm-hmm. going to tell yourself something positive, preferably related to your goal, but you're going to tell yourself something positive. So if your goal is to lose 30 pounds, every time you see that green dot, I'm putting in a lot of hard work. Move on. Yep. See that green dot. And I ate really healthy. Good. You see the next green dot. Man, I'm really up on my water consumption. See the next green dot. There are so many people in the world that have lost more weight than me. Good. You just, every time you see one, you think a positive thought. Not asking you to sit down for 30 minutes and journal. Mm-hmm. Not asking you to sit down for an hour and meditate with your eyes closed. Not asking you to go to a Tony Robbins seminar and pay thousands of dollars and walk across a hot coals. I'm just asking you to every time you see a green dot, just say something positive. That is it. Now imagine Joe doing that for a week, mm-hmm. a month, a year, how you can start to shift the conversation in your head from red to green, from negative to positive. Well, and and it it's like anything else. When you practice it, you get good at it, right? So here, here's my story with the green dots. I used to keep a green dot on the back of my phone and I had it on there for so long that it basically just wore off. It wasn't even green. And then eventually I got a new phone and a new case and I didn't even need the dot there because if I see my phone, I just start thinking Thank something positive. I just like like Pavlov's dogs. I'm just like a thought will pop up out of nowhere. And that didn't happen because I just put a dot on there once. It was there for a long time, for years, for years. Actually didn't work. And the Mm -hmm. longer you do this, the longer it stays. That's the beauty of it. You can't do it for a week or a month. Like fitness, you and I have been working out for 28 years. Mm -hmm. If both you and I just stop lifting, we're not going to lose all our strength in a month. Yeah. It's probably going to take years, right? Like there will probably never be a point in your life again where you cannot deadlift 400 pounds. Right. Like you just own it. You you work your way up to 650, 15, 700, whatever the hell it was. When you're 90 years old, you could probably just walk up to a barbell, 400 pounds, and just pick it up with you train. You own that skill now. Yeah. But again, how long did that take you to develop that? I mean, 10 years, you know, yeah, of can- like steady, consistent lifting. Yeah. Right? So you want to own it, keep doing it. And then when you do experience hardship, you do experience failure, you do have a rough patch in the road, you're going to shift it right to positive. Yeah. But you've got to actually work at it. It's simple. It's easy. I'd say it's free, but green dots are like a penny a piece or whatever it costs. <laughs> and if well, you work and, at and, it, and you, you you say up front, like you got to take some effort. This isn't a ton of effort. This isn't like trying to find extra time in your day. I mean, maybe oh. the one time you go around the house with the green dots, you could do that in five minutes. Like and just really have them all, there. Yeah. And really all I'm asking you to do. All we're asking you to do, not sweat on a treadmill, not drive out of your way, not puke, not put your heart into a some type of commotion or fit or heart attack, panic state, not asking you to eat some horrible food like broccoli and chicken. All we're asking you to do is say some nice compliment yourself once <laughs> in a while. Who doesn't want compliments? Right, like you know, it's 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 such an interesting uh, just dichotomy of like you're also the guy who's like you need to go to the dark place, right? Like you yeah. need to work hard. You need to you need to be second guessing your life decisions. I use that one all the time when I'm coaching. But then here we are saying, and we also want you to like have nice thoughts about yourself. Compliment yourself. <laughs> you know, you know who the king of this is. Who? We're gonna end the podcast with this. All right. Kevin Durant this year got bounced from the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> and soon after, he referred to himself as a god on social media. Yeah. And the Twitterverse came after him, Joe. Mm-hmm. They're like, 
how can you, you just got swept by the Celtics. <laughs> like, how can you call yourself a god? You're blasphemous. People just went nuts. Mm-hmm. He literally wrote back. Why do you guys care about me calling myself a god? I thought we lived in the era of self-love and happiness. <laughs> I was like, all right. Uh, but we also live in a world where you're not allowed to talk good about yourself. Yeah. Because you're not humble enough. You know what I mean? Well, and and I mean, it just go through your social media feed. There's a lot of like just self-deprecation. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the humor is about like making fun of yourself or or putting yourself down in some way. There, there's people, friends, close friends that I've had that I don't follow on social media because they just post those funny memes that always have that little bit of self-deprecation in it. And I just can't have that around. I just can't do that day after day. I can't do it either. Yeah. We do live in a world where you're not allowed to, you're bragging mm-hmm. if you say you're good at something. Yeah. So we'll end on this note. What's wrong with bragging about yourself? Like what, what is LeBron James supposed to say if you ask him if he's good at basketball? Mm-hmm. What's Wayne Gretzky supposed to say? Are you good at hockey, Wayne? No. Like it's just, <laughs> it's absurd. Like why do we constantly have to, if you lost 30 pounds, you raise your hands in the air like a champ. Mm-hmm. You overcame a divorce or a death in your family. Damn right. You raise your arms in the air like a champ. If you lost your job and then you worked hard to get another one, you raise your arms in the air like a champ. If you're a great dad, you raise your arms in the air like a champ. Like Celebrate Some, your wins. Somebody somewhere needs to hear that. They need to hear that someone else did something or achieved something or got where they were trying to go. And that's the difference for them making it a knot. And I love hearing people win. Yeah, 100%. You have a problem. Somebody else talking about themselves winning, you're a hater. Mm-hmm. You're naked. Problem's not with them. Problem is with you. I'll let you chew on that for a while. It's your episode of the Maximus Podcast. Share, tell all your friends, steal it, put it on your own YouTube. I don't care. I won't come after you for copyright infringement. Neither will Joe. He wants to. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> just want this shared with the world because we didn't try to sell you stuff i didn't mention that i actually sell my own green dots i didn't i didn't mention our ladder program with mental training no just you're just gonna share that's it